everybody. Welcome back to Worst Take. James and Cole hosting you here as always. It is time for yet another postmortem. We are back in the AFC, this time in the AFC West. Oh, with a team that, that really uh, had a difficult playoff loss. Obviously, we all know what team we're talking about. The Bolts always breaking our hearts every single yep. year. This time, they somehow managed to top it with uh, probably the biggest playoff collapse uh, we've seen since the infamous 2016 Super Bowl. So, Cole, you are a resident believer in the Chargers this year and calling them one of the most dangerous teams in the AFC. Yep. I, I wasn't a believer, but I got to admit, my heart was also broken by that one because I know how much the Chargers fans have suffered over the years. So, Cole, take, take it away. Uh, what what do you make of this, if anything? Um, there's there's so much that has to go wrong for something like this to happen. It's not just you know Justin Herbert played bad, the defense played bad. This was a total total collapse by the Chargers, one that you know it's such a Chargers thing to do. You know, to be let's be fair here, they did not have the best regular season. I thought that they would be you know I thought they could they have what they would have a chance to win the AFC West. They 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 weren't really that close to the Chiefs. I mean, I we all thought the AFC West was going to be dangerous, but they've clearly been a disappointment. But this is just a collapse that, yeah, like you said, the 2016 Super Bowl Falcons um and the Patriots. This is a collapse of that magnitude, and I'm gonna have to say at the end of the day, you know, it's the head coach and it's the starting quarterback. That's what it comes down to. Now, obviously, the defense has a lot of faults. I think, you know, your boy, Khalil Mack, is, you know, he's not awful. He's not bad, but he – right. If we're going to be blaming him. that game on anybody from the defense, it is going to be your boy, Joe. No, no, I, I'm saying that, like, Khalil Mack didn't play well. But, like, I'm saying that at the end of the day, the main blame does go to my boy, Justin Herbert. Like, and – the guy who I had as coach of the year, Brandon Staley, who might even get fired like pretty quickly. I mean, they've been misusing Justin Herbert this entire time. They've been using him as a game manager when he's when he clearly is a gunslinger. Um, you know, they they don't go deep. I mean, I they didn't. They 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 just they just misused Justin Herbert and at the same time Justin Herbert didn't take that many chances, he, you know once they were up the, he was he was just, he just kind of zoned out and said you know we're kind of done here you know we've we've won this game and he just kind of I'm not gonna say he gave up but it's just kind of like he just you know he just kind of went out he went out of the game he's like he just quit he just kind of quit on the team almost um is you know. He he was he was just so confident that he they won that you know he never expected Justin uh, Trevor Lawrence to come back like this, and this goes down to and you know I know Justin Herbert you know he's a, he's a he's a prodigal talent he's 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 a you know he's a prodigy I mean he's he's he has one of the best arms I've ever seen in my life but a collapse of this magnitude, you know, it comes down to Staley's coaching, you know, obviously they try to play too much prevent defense, you know, you know, obviously, you know, they didn't maximize and utilize. I think a good head signs of a good head coach is they utilize their players efficiently. They utilize their players' strengths efficiently. Justin Herbert has a strong arm. 
you got to utilize that efficiently. They don't utilize that efficiently. I think that that's a good indication of whether that's a good head coach or a bad head coach. Well, okay, at the end of the day, I think this blame has to go to the coaching staff. I think Brandon Staley, his, you know, he's a guy, I'm, I was wrong. You know, I don't, it's hard for me to admit, but I was wrong. I thought he was a coach theory candidate. No, not he clearly is. He's on not even close. He's no. he's on the chopping block. This you this could be one of the biggest coaching debacles. This this game specifically has to be one of the biggest coaching debacles I've seen in a long time. Uh, extremely poor. I'm I'm gonna really pinpoint this all on the opening drive to start the second half of the year. I know we're talking about the yeah. whole year, but a lot depends on this game. This is the opening drive of the second half. A seven-play, 37-yard drive that took two and a half minutes off the clock. Yep. Seven plays, 37 yards with two minutes off the clock is pathetic. This is when you need somebody like Nathaniel Hackett coming in who knows <laughs> his time, really. I mean, <laughs> look, look. Another thing is, it was first and 10 at Jacksonville's 38, right? You're less than yep. 10 yards away from being in field goal range. And you throw three straight incomplete passes, you run the ball on first and ten at the thirty-eight. That's a no-brainer. Yep. Literally, that one coaching decision could have changed the entire outcome of the game. Okay, yep. I mean, you take forty seconds off the clock with a run. You know what? You run it on first and second down, no matter what happens, unless you know there's a holding call and you're backed up ten yards. Right? I mean, that's a minute and a half off the clock, and you get yourself at least five or six yards. Right? Um, yeah. And it, it really wasn't Jacksonville's defense that was the issue. I mean, it's not like they started picking off Justin Herbert and sacking him seven. I mean, this was a total collapse, and I really, I really do blame the play calling. I'm gonna, I'm gonna differ. I really don't think it's on Herbert here. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be able to finish that game out, but. It's like no one was really blaming Matt Ryan when the Falcons lost, right? I mean, that was another yeah. calling defensive issue. You know, a lot of like, you know, I know they had it with, you know, the Falcons had it on the Patriots 20 with three minutes left, right? They end up getting yep. fourth and 30 because of these ridiculous flags and, except, and you know, trying to pass it instead of run it and, you know, getting a 10-yard sack, blah, blah, blah. That's that's really the kind of stuff that we're talking about here. And Joey Bosa, okay? Look, Joey Bosa, I, I have nothing personal against the guy, but you were great in like 2016, okay? Your brother is the best defensive player in the league. You're not, okay? You you spend half your time on the bench because you're injured. And when you do come in, you're a solid, but you're you're not an Aaron Donald player anymore. And you never really even were in the first place, let's be real. You're not Aaron Donald. You're not TJ Watt. You are you are uh, a great team captain, right? You're a veteran player. You're you got yourself and Khalil Mack leading that defense. Uh, you've got a great safeties too, great secondary. But you cannot be losing your mind. Yes, team, right. Absolutely, absolutely. Got to keep it together mentally, right? You don't. Yep. It's like Khalil Mack doing that, right? You you got to be more mature with how you handle this situation. You don't have Khalil Mack has a lot more playoff experience than you do, right? He doesn't have a ton. But he has some with the Bears, a little bit with the Raiders. Joey Bosa really doesn't. But I mean, you gotta you've got to be able to keep it together. Um, That's you, you're absolutely you're correct. Losing that game.
I'm sad. Uh, you know, I, I never believed as much as you did in the Chargers. Um, but I was sad to see that loss, right? Not because of Brandon Staley, because he deserved that. Uh, not even because of Justin Herbert, because I know how good Justin Herbert is. I do have faith that he will have more playoff visits in the future ahead of him. Um, I'm sad for the guys like Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen, who have been, and, you know, Khalil Mack to an extent too, who have been with that uh have been with that franchise or been with teams who were always knocking on that door for so long and have put yep. in that hard work those are the guys who deserve to have a deep playoff run right yep now you know maybe they i'm not saying they all deserve a super bowl ring necessarily but they deserve to be playing in a conference championship or really a super bowl at some yep. point in their careers and I've got to hand it to guys like Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler, who have been with that franchise for years, kept their head down right. They they were really high after their 2018 divisional rounds uh, game with the Chargers, right? That was a yep. time that they were competing with the Chiefs four years ago, right? They ended up winning the wild card, unfortunately, blowing it in the divisional for the Patriots. But they're on the road, so... You know, it happens. Then they really struggled 2019, 2020, 2021 uh, with missing out on the playoffs. But yep. they got back this year. They they deserved uh, to, to keep their season alive for another week. Would they have beaten yeah. the Chiefs? I doubt it. I doubt it. But who knows, right? Mahomes gets the end. That could have been a time where the Chargers could have snuck in and we could have seen them play in the conference championship. So that's what I'm sad about. Your season as a whole, look. The ten and seven record could have been better, right? But you had a lot of injuries that you were really struggling through. Um, they were a lot. Michael they, Williams, obviously, they were hot at the end of the year, right? Would have been nice to, you know, maybe have finished off with a win against the Broncos or to have grabbed at least one win against the Chiefs during the year, for sure, for sure. But you know, you beat the Dolphins, right? I think that was uh, an impressive win. You know, you beat your draft class guy. You beat the Titans with Tannehill. I did not think what happened, and I, I very famously said that. <laughs> I'm gonna give you credit for that. Um, you know, you you won some you won some good games throughout the season. So, yeah, you, uh, uh yeah, it's it's sad. Um, is what it is. You definitely had the chance to keep that going further, but. I'm going to say moving forward, keep that roster intact, right? I, I yeah. think It's not like the Cowboys, you know, they, 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 they have a squad. Keep that roster intact. Keep Brandon Staley for another year, right? I mean, he got your, he got you guys to the playoffs, right? He, that was one very, very poorly coached game. If you've got the next Kyle Shanahan or Andy Reid or Sean McVay or Sean McDermott, you know, uh, you you don't want to let one game take away that opportunity. And we've seen yep. so many times what firing a good coach can do uh, when you don't hire the – when you don't get the next hiring right, right? I mean, yeah. I think the Broncos never should have gotten rid of Vic Fangio a couple of years ago. Then they got Nathaniel Hackett, right? Yep. Uh, Ten years ago, the Bears were one of the most solid franchises in the league with an amazing uh, defense, right, year after year, uh, late 2000s, early 2010s. They get rid of Lovey Smith. They haven't been the same franchise since, right? They had one great year in 2018, and uh, now they've got the number one draft pick. So 
look, keep Brandon Staley around, keep that roster, go through the motions, keep doing what you're doing, focus on making your team better. This is not the time to freak out. It stinks, and Chargers fans deserve better, but I I would not be making – I would if you start making changes and freaking out and going all Jerry Jones, you're never going to get yourself to the next level. You can't go into I any think- rebuild. You had an excellent point with the Joey Bosa point. I, I forgot to mention that, but you cannot show that kind of emotion on the field because that, for guys like Trevor Lawrence, that's just blood in the water, baby. That just that makes them that makes them happy. They're like, oh yeah, we're getting to them. Let's go kill them more. You know, you cannot show that kind of emotion on the field. I know it's all about that. They're passionate about the game, but that kind of stuff is gonna only get get your flags. It's not gonna be good. It's 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 a bad it's a bad look. Um, and you're absolutely right. I mean, even, they should keep the squad, but I'm wondering how long this squad can go. You mentioned it right. You mentioned it perfectly. You know, Keenan Allen, they're, uh, you know, Khalil Mack, they're getting up there in age. They're not as young as they used to be. I'm not entirely sure that if this squad can carry them. I think that their big mistake was last year. They should have traded for Tyreek Hill. I think that that was a golden opportunity. You know, Tyreek Hill wanted out. You know, I don't know if they would have traded them to someone in the same division. That's the only catch, but you had an opportunity to get someone who would have been perfect with Justin Herbert. They didn't get that. They didn't get him. And then, you know, I think I also agree with Staley, give him one more year. I think give him one more year, but I'm really seeing the writing on the wall of him because he's really not utilizing Justin Herbert to his best talents. So, you know, I like analytics. I like his going for fourth downs. You know, I, I like his confidence, but... I, I think that at this point, it's not even about the analytics anymore. It's about, you know, making your – putting your posi- players in a position to win. And this game, he showed that he was not able to do that. He was not able to do that. No. Yeah. I mean, you – again, you know, part, part of it is the inexperience in the playoffs, right? I mean, yeah, you know, a, a lot of other veteran coaches would have known a lot better than to go throw it three times – on Jacksonville's 38 and to take two minutes off the clock on a seven play drive. Right. I mean, that, that kind of stuff is the stuff you learn as experience, but you know, I do think that you can't make that kind of mistake again. Right. It's you know, one of those situations where, you know, we like it in the direction you're going, but you really messed up here and you're going to get fired if you keep it up. So, yeah, but altogether, um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not the Chargers expert. I'm going to leave this to Cole, but I, I'm i going to say from my end, it was a very difficult end to the season. Very difficult. But do not let that mentally deflate you. That needs to make you stronger, and you need to come into next season with the mindset that you're you're getting at least to the divisional, right? You know? Uh, you almost got to the playoffs in 2021, this time you did get to the playoffs and you lost the wild card, but you're going to keep climbing the ladder uh, because that's this could light a fire under you and could skyrocket you to competing with the Chiefs, or it could mentally drain you and now you're at a crisis like the Raiders. So yep, that, that and that's 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 the danger, right? You don't you don't want these guys to start thinking are is are the Chargers just doomed to always fail? Are you always gonna you know? Are the char- every single year it's like you know it's worse than the Cowboys because the Chargers always somehow choke it. I mean the Cowboys you know they just hype themselves up, 
But the Chargers, they they have legitimate talent and they're winning, and then they choke it in some embarrassing fashion. Um, every single year this happens. I'm I I'm I'm hoping that this doesn't get to Justin Herbert's head. I am hoping that this doesn't get to the Chargers' head. I mean, but it clearly has. Brandon Staley, he's not going. He's not as aggressive as he used to be. He used to go on fourth down all the time. Now he's not. He's he's clearly trying to cut back on his analytics. He's tr- and he and I'm saying, look, you know, go for go with your instincts. Go with what your gut says. And you know, if you're wrong, then you're wrong. But if you try to make yourself into something you're not, like like Justin Herbert, right? You know. Same thing. Make yourself into something you're not. You're not going to find any success. So I think that they got to roll with the punches one more time. I think that they should be looking for this offseason. I think Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they're not washed just yet, but I don't think either of them are wide receiver ones. They need to start looking for a number one wide receiver, someone who's got a lot of speed. Um, their offensive line is good, but you know they had a lot of injuries on their O-line. They need to start looking at some uh, some pieces to fill in that gap. In the fill fill in the gaps, um, and their defense. You know, I think they have one more one more shot left in them. I think that you know, you know, defensive players they don't last that long. We we both know that. You know, Joey Bosa, like you said, he's not washed, but he's teetering. You know, he's teetering on. You know, his twilight years. Khalil Mack, same thing. He's he's you know he's on his he's in his twilight years. They're not washed. But you know they're not they're not their prime anywhere close to their prime. You know I think they got one more good shot at this. After that, they really need to start considering the direction of their franchise. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, you heard it here first. That is our take on this year's Chargers. We will see you all next time on Worst Take. <laughs>